0: Hello and welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Online marketing expert, Lindsay Anderson, known internationally as One Click Lindsay and her dedicated online marketing specialists at trafficandleads.com know that today's growing businesses thrive on targeted website traffic that converts into leads with just one click. Whether your business is struggling right now or your thriving business needs even more fuel for growth, you've to the right place. So sit back and get ready to learn how to grow your business one click at a time. Please welcome your host of the Traffic and Leads podcast, One Click Lindsay.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay, and today we have an awesome guest. Her name is Heather Ann Havenwood. Let me tell you a little bit about Heather Ann because we're in for a treat today. Heather Ann Havenwood is a serial entrepreneur, author, and coach. She is regarded as a top authority in the internet marketing business strategy industries. She helps her clients multiply their revenue. Heather Ann is also the author of two books called You'll Like These Sexy Boss How Female entrepreneurs are being the big boys while changing the rule book for money, success and even sex and how you can too and the game of dating and how to play it and she often featured on top business podcasts and conferences. So Heather knows what's up. She is frequently and she can correct me if I'm wrong referred to as the sexy boss so we're going to actually ask her about this when I bring her on but without further ado... Welcome to the podcast, Heather Ann. Thank you, Lindsay. I appreciate that. Yes, I've, people call me the sexy boss. Tell me about that. Why? Tell me all about it.
2: Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, you know, it kind of came out of a conversation I had one day with Joe Sugarman, and we were talking about business and, and my life and kind of the trajectory of it. And he's like, well, you're kind, of, you're kind of like a sexy boss. Just literally, we're talking over dinner in Vegas. And I said, huh, I kind of like that. And kind of stuck. And then Um, I created a book called Sexy Boss. It was, it was really my coming out story of my journey, what I call from bankruptcy to sexy boss, where I hit a huge lull in my life. And so, um, and I, when I wrote the book, honestly, it was truly just my story. And I didn't really have this, well, I'm going to make a number one bestseller or anything like that. It was just, here's my story. If someone buys it, great. If not, I said my story, you know, that was kind of the intention. And then all of a sudden it kind of started to, uh, people coming up to me in seminars like, oh, are you the sexy boss? And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute, you know. <laughs> cute. Um, But I really, the intention of sexy boss and the, what I call energy around it, is a person that, it's like a way of being, a person, man or woman, really owns who they are and owns who they are on all levels, meaning energetically, uh, business, um, and higher self. And then they're the boss of their lives. So they're they're 100% responsible. And that was the piece I had to kind of get over. I, I definitely blamed a lot of people through my life. So that's what I, I think you are, sex, you know, a sexy boss, Lindsay, because you take con- control of your life and you own who you are as a person and, and you create the trajectory of your life versus being at the whelm of other people. And that, to me, is a, a way of being. So...
1: So, I love it. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about the book. So can you kind of sum it up in like three points or less how female entrepreneurs are beating the big boys while changing the rules? Tell me, just give me three, yeah. three good points on that. That's a great question. Um, You know, what I It came from
2: is really a story of myself being in the business with men. Nothing wrong. You know, that's fine. But I was trying to be them you know what I mean? Like trying to beat them at their game and try to be one of them and I'm not them. Right. Um, and, and that was hard. And that's where I kind of hit my head, fell on my face, skinned my knees multiple times. And finally was like, how do I move through the world of business and be a woman and win? You know, that was a, that was a question. So what I've learned through that actually is being a female in business is very powerful. And we have a huge voice Actually, and we have a different view in business, and that's positive, and our intuition is really connected, and it's most important in marketing because honestly fifty one percent of the you know population is females. We're a huge piece of the marketing aspect. It's not just a man buying consumer world. so in the world of business, I would you know, to answer a question uh, it's really owning who you are as a female and being okay with wearing a skirt, wearing heels, uh, showing a little bit of your legs. It's okay to be a female. That was a big aha for me Mm. um, and owning that. And then also just in the world of business. And when I'm in a room full of, uh, of, of businessmen, which is very often it's, you don't have to be harsh in your conversations. It's, It's just acknowledging your voice. And when you do that, People just respect you. They just respect your voice and being okay with them not agreeing with your voice, you know, agreeing with your statement. It's okay with that. They don't have to agree with you. Um, I think that's a key piece for women is that we're scared to show our voice or share our voice, our, our opinions, because we don't want to be, well, I don't believe in that. I don't agree with that. Healthy debate is amazing. I love debate. It's like, great. Here's my view. Here's your view. Awesome that's respected
1: in business. Love it. I love that. Okay. So let's, let's dive in a little bit into online marketing because you're obviously yep. a guru. Now you, you're at least the two businesses that I'm aware of have been super successful for you. So can you tell me about both of those businesses? Well, thank you for that. I, I hate the word guru. <laughs> I just, uh, I'll try I, not to use
2: it. Yeah. No, it, it's only because it's like, what does that mean? I've just had a a lot of education. I have bought a lot of books and I've read a lot and I've done gone to a lot of seminars and I've just kind of uh, used the information, you know what I mean? So I consider myself someone who just, I don't know, is an implementer. Um, so uh, honestly, my current businesses are, I have a supplement business with my boyfriend called E2 Lab where that particular business is focused on biogenical hormones and testosterone and we're really focused on the uh, detoxing of the human body and adding back hormones and balance when you have a, a balanced body then you don't have uh, the diseases that you have. So that's one business, that's a physical product business. That just happened in June of 2015, which I'm very excited
1: about. And that's like so selling my,
2: supplements? Yeah, supplements. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't even
1: know if you knew that. <laughs> I did not. That No, that's, those weren't part of the businesses I was asking you about, but that's pretty oh. cool. Yeah. Well, there's
2: one. Um, <laughs> the other one is datingtriggers.com. and datingtriggers.com is with was my business that was birthed out of my bankruptcy. You know, I was the end of my rope. Um, I started a business with a, a business partner, did very well, very fa- fast period of time. But then he came home one day and all the business was gone. And so I had all the skill set, right, of business and online marketing. But how do you go out there and use the skill set and, and what was happening at the time in 2007, 2008, everyone was out there saying, well, I'm a internet marketer millionaire. You should listen to me. And I wasn't a millionaire. I was broke, you know. So how am I going to use the skill set and still have a business and still have integrity. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, what I did is that a friend of mine said, Well, why don't you use your skill set information marketing and teach people, teach men how to talk to women? Because no one can ever question you on that. You're a woman, you know? I was like, wow, that's pretty smart. So that's what I did. So 2008 or nine, that was born, I was birthed, and that's called Dayintriggs.com. And basically it's just my voice teaching men how to talk to communicate, attract. the opposite sex
1: and do you sell products
2: there i have some my own product called dating up
1: and tell me Uh, about that yeah
2: (laughs) um that's actually co-created with perry belcher wow yeah he he ryan dice and perry belcher at the time they were doing a lot of publishing they published uh, my first product and uh, if you actually buy the product it's me perry belcher recognize the voice i don't think he says his name perry but it
1: is. <laughs> that's really um, cool.
2: Yeah, it's really it's really cool. And he plays the like I I play this like therapist kind of and he plays this kind of dirty old man who just wants to hound <laughs> every woman and uh he's like, and I'm playing so, well you shouldn't do that and what you should do, you know. So it was it's actually a fun comedy. It's a it's a very fun comedy. And that's basically called Daying Up, no matter if you're fat, ugly or broke. You can track the woman of your dreams. So that's that. And uh, then that's, that business is strictly 100% affiliate marketing, email marketing. I do a lot of lead generation. I sell a lot of other people's products, and I sell my product. I have a, It's a very hardcore information marketing business plan with no branding. You know, it doesn't have a lot of what I call branding around it. It's strictly direct response email wow. marketing, right? So that's that business. And then in the last year, um, actually two years when I came out with Sexy Boss, again, I came out with that book mainly out of me just wanting to say something. And then it spun into I'm now coaching people, you know, so I'm really now focused on helping other people build their business online. Brand is great, but business, marketing, sales, email marketing, lead, and then selling is the key piece of An online business. And so now I um I coach people and I am looking for new clients with that. So that's what the sexy boss has now kind of come into, which is more of a coaching realm and empowering other people to start their own business.
1: So like what kind of things you coach people to do? So you have just you have a person, they're kind of trudging along in business. Do you start telling them to start blogging, start Facebooking? Like what are the major things that you're like, you must start doing this now? Great question. Um the, the first thing I work with them on is selling like
2: the basic, Like just call it. Like when you get a phone call, this is how you sell. Yeah, it depends. I mean, there's some, there's some of my clients right now. I'm at, I'm telling them to cold call and they, they, they hate me for it right now, but oh, yeah. it's like the old school. You, you just can't put stuff on Facebook and think that people are going to call you. Right. that the old school of business. Meaning Cold call, calling, prospecting, picking up the phone, moving people from cold to prospect to a client. That's the process. Because even though online marketing is constantly changes and the rules of Facebook and the rules of social media are constantly changing, the human being and how and why we buy has not changed.
1: But how how effective is cold calling? I mean, that's just, that's painful right there. It is. But it's effective.
2: Now, there's cold and there's warm calling. And it's not always, it's also driving people into, hey, raising their hand and calling you. So it depends on the type of business. Most of my businesses I work with, believe it or not, are offline businesses. And they're bringing They're, they're bringing a piece of the business online and how they connect those. So I work with people to say, Hey, I have this offline business, like a, like a bricks and mortar, like doctor's office type of thing. Yeah. Chiropractor, um, a uh, acupuncturist, a towing company. Okay. A offline production company. Yeah. Because, you know, they look at the online world and like, it's overwhelming. I don't get it. I only make money when someone walks in the door. Why do I make money when I get a contract? How do I maneuver through this craziness and get people to call me or I call them? How do I connect? And it's it could be overwhelming. You know, back in the day, we had yellow pages and we had uh, billboards and we had networking groups. That was pretty much it. Right. You know, now there's like Facebook and this and that and this and that. And the first thing I tell my clients is your number one thing to do the first month working with me is you're not allowed to buy anything (sighs) at all. (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, whoa, whoa. like, yeah, no buy. Anything. So um it, it's confusing, especially for brick and mortar. Um, it can be confusing. But the thing that I work with them on is the consistency and the first thing I really work with them on is email marketing. You know, how do you leverage the current clients you have built for the last 10, 15, 20 years in business? Are you talking to them on a weekly basis?
1: Yeah, I totally agree. 81. And it can be, um, it is like people get, my customers get really nervous when we do that, but it makes such a big difference oh. in business that you're in front of your current clients once a week. Oh, it's so huge. An acupuncturist I worked with uh, that is doing extremely
2: well. He was, his business was, it wasn't hemorrhaging, but it was, you know, wasn't doing that great. And I'm like, well, what are you doing with the current clients you've helped and served so amazingly in the last six years I've been in business? He's like, no, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Call them them now
2: into them that you can help them. So why not talk to them? Well, what do I say? You know, so that was the conversation. I really work with them on the copy and what to talk about. Um, affiliate marketing. I really introduced them to affiliate marketing, you know, little things like, Oh, well, do you read that book? Yeah. What do you want your customers possibly to read that book? Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you, let's do an affiliate link to Amazon. Okay. You know, it's little stuff like that. that, They go, I can make money on Amazon. I mean, it's not thousands of dollars, but yeah, you know, you make 25 bucks, spend it Amazon, you buy something with it. You know, it's it's little things like that, that opening the world to the offline business to online.
1: Can you talk, so I haven't ever had a guest on the show yet about affiliate marketing. Can you sure. go into that a bit more? Um, that yeah. was a perfect example about the books. Can you go into it some more? Well, yeah. I mean, I love affiliate marketing. I can go all day on that. And what direction? <laughs> even know. For those that don't know what it is, can you give us a brief overview and then give other examples outside of just an Amazon book link that maybe you contact people and see if they want to set up a deal, those kind of things. Give us just a, pretend nobody knows what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. Great. So I call affiliate marketing like the Walmart, you know, Walmart, you know,
2: on the last couple, what, few years, it's created its own brand. I don't even know some things, but really they create their entire business model on selling other people's stuff. So other people manufactured it. Other people created it. Other people did all that stuff. And then they just create the shelf, you know? Right. So that's what affiliate marketing is, where you're creating the shelf, meaning the email list, right? You've already cr- had the customers from years of building your practice. you already that's the shelf. Okay. And the affiliate is like, well, if they, if they like, if they like me, they might like this. If they, if they bought this, they might buy this. And I learned this um, very, very well back in the direct response marketing days and the information marketing with real estate. I used to go across the country and teach people how to buy and sell real estate. And I remember someone was like, "Well, why do you have wait a seminar, right? Why do you have a real estate speaker talking about how to buy and sell houses inside of another real estate seminar?" Right? It's like double, double up. Right. That speak, be- and of course we made money on that speaker and they sold as uh, an affiliate. Um, why would they do that? Well, because people buy more than one thing. <laughs> people buy more of the same thing over and over and over again. Believe it or not, we do that. We do that. We'll buy more than one uh, plant. We'll buy more than one printer. We buy more of the same thing many times or similar to, or things for. So you do the same thing with information marketing. You do the same thing for affiliate marketing, where if they bought something like this, then they'll buy something similar to. Amazon's great great it. You go to Amazon, you bought something about marketing. They give you all these other suggestions about other marketing books. Are you going to say, oh, I'm never going to buy one, more than one marketing book? No. no. You're going to buy another one, and another one, and another one? Because that's what we do as human beings. So as going back to your um, question, that's what affiliate marketing is. Right. So as a business owner, either more brick and mortar or online, like with my dating, I send them other dating products all the time. Even if it's because they're dating. Yeah, it's Because it's dating. If they're in the mindset that they that they have that pain, they're going to buy their stuff. Love it. Right. That make
1: sense. It does. OK, So. Back to where we were going, which was first and foremost, call your current client list. Second, start emailing your current client list. What's next? Do you get, do you allow them to touch social media at that point, Heather Ann? (laughs) Um, A little bit. (laughs) Um, I actually then have them focus on, I love
2: LinkedIn right now. So do I actually. Oh my God. I, it's so brilliant. I mean, it's just people don't understand the power of it. It's so brilliant. And the key with LinkedIn is it's, it's taking over blog because y- you really have the opportunity to set yourself up as a quote-unquote expert in your field way faster than you ever did before. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's the thing I'm working on with some of my clients right now is like they've already – one of them, they've, they had already spent like the last like four or five years um, creating articles for a, uh, an industry company, right? Right. I go, well, they own those articles. I go, great. Now you're going to take all those and you're going to place those on LinkedIn. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah. Because it is the place right now to set yourself up as an expert in your field, in your industry, um, especially if it's evergreen information, which is his. His is mainly in an industry where it's necessarily pretty much an evergreen conversation. So I really help them focus on what are the expertise you want to position yourself at? And then let's go create some content around that and place on LinkedIn. Yes. Do you
1: place on your blog? Yes. But But actually,
2: I think LinkedIn's more powerful.
1: Yeah. I mean, and just for those that are listening, the cool thing about LinkedIn is every time you publish something on the pulse, like most of your network receives a notification that here you go posting again Um, once a week or more than that, they'll get an email. Hey, look at Lindsay's latest post. Um, And since not everyone's doing it, like sometimes I'm the only one like featured in those emails because the rest of my network isn't even posting.
2: Yeah. There was a. I, I just saw an interview with a gentleman and I'm sorry I can't even acknowledge him. I just know he was in Denver and he owns a company called SEO Boulder, right? So I remember his company name, I don't remember his name. <laughs>
1: well that's the t- important
2: thing. That's the important part. Yeah. So if you're listening, there you go. <laughs> but he really showed me something that was powerful. And he talked about the company pages in LinkedIn, which I never really even focused on. The company because LinkedIn is has in his words, Google's darling. Google loves LinkedIn. Now, what y'all need to know in the Silicon Valley world, Google and Facebook are at each other's throats, mm-hmm. okay? So, Google is LinkedIn's darling, okay? Google doesn't like Facebook. So, what that said, on um, from a Google standpoint and SEO perspective, he was able to literally get on the top of search engines for, I think it was like SEO Boulder or, Del- or Denver or Colorado. Or he showed us like the example very fast because he started putting postings on his LinkedIn company page and it Boom, shot up over every one of his competition because LinkedIn is Google's darling. They rank that stuff really fast. And Facebook and Google are kind of at each other's throats right now.
1: That was a very awesome action tip. I love that. Yeah. Everybody write that down. Um, Wow, that's awesome. So LinkedIn, do, we want, do you want to talk about Facebook and Twitter? Do you have opinions on those? Yeah, not really. I don't really. <laughs> they're okay. They're, they're
2: there. Okay, But I mean, you know, they're like... Um, I don't know. They're like a stop sign. You need to use them, but you don't only really like them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, that's fair. That's totally fair. fair. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, That's. I really use Facebook as a social conversation all the time with and keeping in touch and seeing what's going on and, and things like that. But as a, you know, driving traffic, I, I don't use it at all. I've tried many times. In fact, right now I'm dealing with one of my um, situations. I have literally gotten denied 15 times on an ad and I'm like you know this is Facebook yeah and I'm like I can't give you money okay well then let me just whole sexy boss
1: thing probably yeah probably I just
2: yeah yeah. so I feel like they're very um I don't know I don't know I just don't I'm not I'm not a big fan that's
1: fair that's fair so when (laughs) people though, I love I'm like yes LinkedIn is awesome so when your customers want to drive traffic like I typically will use Facebook and Twitter like if they need traffic today, those are the two things that I go to you said you don't so if someone needs traffic today Do you just say can't have traffic today? You got to wait a few weeks or what's your best way of generating traffic? So I
2: don't yeah, don't do Facebook. I don't do Twitter um, I do affiliate marketing and email Affili- marketing. Yeah, and I reach out to other people that have lists like mine That's what I do. That's
1: traffic today for me. I think that's awesome so yeah. Um, your recommendation on that would be, do I find somebody that's like doing the same? So if I'm an acupuncturist, I find somebody else in the same town or another, like, tell me about that. So
2: with acu, like an offline business like that, I would work with a company that uh, has a potential same clientele, but not the same. So acupuncture, acupuncture, no, but an acupuncturist and a, um, a weight loss company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like definitely some synergy, same target market. Uh, Someone who's doing weight loss might also want to have stress and deal with acupuncture, okay? So actually combining those two would be amazing. I also think therapists and acupunctures, I think that's really underutilized, just because we're using an example. Uh, With the chiropractor, because I'm working with my my boyfriend, on that, you know, he's actually focused on weight loss, and what's happening is when someone's coming for weight loss, they also have issues with their body and 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 their spine. So then they come over to chiropractic. That's kind of what's happening there. That makes sense. Yeah. So versus just chiropractic, because people don't understand it, or maybe they, oh, I only use chiropractic when I get in an auto accident. Actually, it's actually very healthy for you to get adjusted, you know, on a regular, consistent basis or athletic. If you know, a lot of a lot of. Uh, chiropractors actually work with crossfit companies They literally either set up shop nearby or they have oh, a, yeah i mean they're like hey we're right here when you get hurt do you flip
1: that tire come on yeah, over flip that over
2: come on so i mean that's a good affiliate you want to have a, of like mine same type of um target audience it's, it's old school it's old school stuff it is
1: so you make a relationship with someone like that and then you basically say hey do you have an email list I'll email my offer to mine if you email your offer to yours. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's funny we're talking about that, but it makes me laugh because back in the day, it
2: was we used to buy physical mailing lists. We did the same thing. If they bought a, a cream, a, a woman's cream, then they also might want to buy something else for women. And you buy the list and you send an offer. I mean, that's how was done. Yeah. I mean, that's you just thing. you make it seem so simple. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's just. Thinking of the target market and the same pain points—that's um, how I view it. And that, what I use to find these people is I use things like ClickBank and JVZoo. Uh-huh. If they have a product out there that's for X, then they most likely—and it's the same target market—that's where I'll reach out to them and go, "Hey, I have this product. I think it's a fit for your list. Maybe your product would be fit for my list. So you—do you, you want to do a swap?" And then we email mine, we email, and then all of a sudden we have fresh leads.
1: Do you do that um, for the sexy boss stuff too? Do you have a lot of affiliates that way? I do no. no I mainly do that for dating triggers. Uh huh.
2: Yep, that's my main one. Is the is the dating, um, and we are moving into that for the supplements. We haven't gotten there yet. We've just started that business, though. we're kind of fresh.
1: It seems it's, it seems ripe for for affiliate marketing now. It is.
2: It is. We're just not ready yet. We we've been focusing on his current database, his current clientele. He's. I drummed up for the last 22 years locally. So we're selling a lot on a local level. Um, And then we're going to be moving that into the online marketing and stuff like that. We just, it's been six months in. (laughs) Right, right. So
1: is there a reason why you don't do affiliate marketing with your sexy boss stuff?
2: No, no, it's it's because right now I'm focused on the coaching. Mm -hmm. And I don't think coaching is a good affiliate. Right, because it's expensive and it's it's, personal. Right, it's personal. It's a conversation. It's hard to track you know, if someone's coming in. So I I I stick with information marketing products on the affiliate level.
1: I see. So how are you bringing in uh, traffic and leads for Sexy Boss? Podcasting. That's your favorite way? That's my favorite way. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Simple.
2: And, I like simple. And LinkedIn, right? <laughs> <laughs> and LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn. Um, and yeah, do I post on Facebook? Absolutely. Like I said, Facebook is one of those things where you got to have the brand out there. Um, I don't think it's necessarily the place that people go to to find what they're looking for necessarily. I think LinkedIn de- has a more credibility to it. That's my personal opinion and view and experience,
1: not yeah. based on research. Yeah. just That's my you. own view. You know what I mean? Well, you know what's up. So, okay, yeah. I have about three more minutes. I do sure. want to ask you about... Building one's email list. Do you got any tips and tricks for us on that?
2: Yeah, I hate to repeat myself. It's it's really just the affiliate marketing the email marketing. That's really the best way. Now it depends on the mar- it depends on the business. Is it strictly information marketing? That's a really awesome way. Buying either buying lists, swapping lists, that's one way. It's what I call the lowest hanging fruit, LinkedIn, driving people to a landing page, of course, and opting in. That's another way. You've heard of that before. Um or good old-fashioned, what I call buying media, where you're going out and you're purchasing the ability to have another company send out
1: your offer to their list. Mm-hmm. That's the best way. I would agree. Like, yeah, you, you kind of sum it up here today. I guess I can turn off the podcast because you kind <laughs> no, of you shouldn't. outline everything. <laughs> I apologize. I'm just trying to get like, I think
2: what happens with online marketers and I, I'm, I do the same thing. We, it's, it's a lot out there. Yeah. There's so big, much out there and it, it gets confusing and we start to go in circles. And so one of the things I like to do with clients is just, let's just cut through it and get to like the basics. And once you get the basics, then you can get all crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, but I had to do that. I was going in a thousand circles. I'm like, I don't know what to do. It's like, let's start with the basics. And then you can
1: build from there and then you can get all crazy. It's awesome. So is that what someone as a coaching client of yours would expect? Like what what, what is that like? Uh, yeah, thanks for
2: asking that. Uh, like I said, one of the first things I say to my coaching clients are not allowed to buy any courses. Yeah. <laughs> Just a month. To kind of just clear the slate in their brain because what happens is we people buy, 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 buy courses thinking this is going to help me get success. So the first thing is to like clear the slate. The second thing is to then get clarity on, you know, what are they selling? What's the first thing they're selling? And what's the second thing they're selling? And the key of that is the first thing you're selling is usually what I call uh, the legion or the thing that you're not making the money on. The second thing, the back end is where you make the money, right? So, uh, most businesses don't look at it that way. They do one offs, right? Mm-hmm. So, what is your front end? What's your back end? And, and how can we make that consistently over a period of time, either with a long term customer value and or longer contracts? Just depends on the kind of business.
1: Love it, love it. All right. Well, I've used all of my time with you today. Can you let everybody know where to find you, get more information about you, and Experience the sexy boss phenomenon. Thank you. This was a, a very fast paced podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, am, I, am I firing questions at you? Yeah, I like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I hope I answered them. You I'm did. Like, oh you were gosh.
1: awesome. It was awesome.
2: It's like, ah, I'm breathing heavy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they can check me out at heatherhavenwood.com or sexybossinc.com. That really is geared towards just the book. Um, so if you focus on just the book or for um, the dating, you won't check that out. It's datingtriggers.com. So that's it. And then the supplement line, just because if you're curious, you're welcome Mm -hmm. to check it out. It's e2lab.com. And um, yeah, we're very excited about that particular project. I think it's because it's going to help so many people with their bodies and their toxicity and their lives.
1: Yeah, it sounds awesome. Can't wait. So, well, thank you so much, Heather Ann, for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thank you, Lindsay. Well, there you have it, everyone. There was another killer episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Until next time, I'm One Click Lindsay from TrafficandLeads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.
0: You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, featuring online marketing expert One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe. subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more Traffic and Leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned, and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.